It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the 5 o'clock report, 20 minutes of uninterrupted news, commercial free. I'm Jeff Kaplan. KSL's top story. We're hearing from the son of the Cache Valley man killed in a house explosion last night. Jeremy Mullins' parents are John and Karen. John died and Karen is in critical condition. I'm not good. I just lost my dad. He tells KSL TV his mom and brother are still in the hospital. And we're seeing new video from the scene of the Cache Valley house explosion. Team coverage begins with KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz. Body cam video shows one of the family members being pulled from the rubble. They say, My hands are really burnt. And then you hear, Find John and Josh. My hands are really burnt. Okay. Find John and Josh. John Mullen didn't survive. The Mullins were a family of dog breeders, and the Cache County Sheriff's Office says 16 were in the home when the blast went off. Five dogs were recovered. Karen and Josh Mullen are now at area hospitals with serious burns and fractures. KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell was on the scene this morning. He continues our team coverage. Lamar Clements was having dinner with his wife when the explosion next door shook his whole house. According to my clock on the wall, it was about about three minutes to six and there was a tremendous concussion a a shock and i thought it was an earthquake once he realized it was an explosion next door he ran outside to help and there was a, a gentleman in the snow with skin hanging on him badly burnt sitting in the snow help me help me I, said, I can't help you but paramedics will be here in just a minute the small community in cash county are mourning the loss of their neighbor and friend it's hard I, i'm going to miss John. He's been a good neighbor, and, and I'm going to really miss him. Yeah, And I pray for her and, and the boy. State fire marshals are still investigating what caused this deadly tragedy. Hugo Ricard-Bell, KSL News Radio. Yes, the cause in Cache County hasn't been confirmed. One possible reason is a propane leak. Utah State Fire Marshal says propane explosions are... Pretty rare. We, we don't see these, but once every several years. If you have a propane tank, Ted Black, the fire marshal, says you should quickly clear the snow off the valve. KSL News Time 502. Salt Lake County's top prosecutor says officers were justified in shooting a man during a standoff in December 2021. DA Simgill says Une Joker fired as many as three times during the shootout using a gun stolen out of a car. Please do not leave your guns unattended in vehicles. As, the, as I've mentioned before, they've been stolen from those guns, they're not properly secured, and then we find them subsequently being used in other criminal activity. Eleven officers opened fire. An autopsy shows Joker was hit 25 times. None of the officers will be charged. We have a staggering number for you. Public records show that Chad and Lori Vallow Daybell murder cases have now cost Idaho taxpayers more than $3.6 million, and still counting With Lori's trial next month, Chad's perhaps by December, both charged with killing Lori's two children and Chad's ex-wife. Police are still working to determine who was responsible for the deadly attack on four Americans. 
Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, a drug cartel has taken responsibility for the attack and handed over the five men they claim are responsible. But U.S. Ambassador to Mexico Ken Salazar says they are still trying to determine what happened. We have a very significant operation underway that will continue until we find those who are responsible for the deaths of these Americans. The five men were found tied up near a pickup truck with a handwritten apology on the windshield. ABC News says Geo located that location and says it is the same area where the Americans were kidnapped a week ago. A podcaster and her husband are dead after the woman's stalker broke into their home in Washington State and killed them. Redmond Police spokesperson Jill Green says the suspect listened to the podcast, reached out to the woman, and the two became friends until things escalated. He had a no-contact restraining order against him, and I'm not sure how long that's been. The 38-year-old stalker was also found dead in the home. A shocking collapse today in the banking industry. The FDIC has taken over a big American bank, putting more than $175 billion in deposits at risk. ABC's business correspondent Alexis Christopher says bank regulators have shut down Silicon Valley Bank. This is not a small bank. It's the 16th largest bank in the country, has over $200 billion in assets. Silicon Valley Bank is known as a major lender to startups. Its collapse marks the largest bank failure since Washington Mutual at the height of the 2008 financial crisis. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. KSL News Time 505. First look traffic on the 5 o'clock report. Listen to Ricky Meese. Well, we do have the closure on Highway 189 Provo Canyon. It's going to be closed for about 24 hours due to the avalanche that came down during mitigation. It is closed between Bridalville Falls and Vivian Park. High-profile vehicles. Restrictions in place for you on I-80 traveling between Lake Point and and Wendover, and then we have delays. Southbound I-15 going through Salt Lake County, Murray into Draper. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Thanks, Ricky. KSL News Time 505. We are watching on KSL Vortex. A storm is moving south towards Salt Lake City, bringing lightning and thunder. It is now arriving in Pleasant View and North Ogden. We're talking about 40 lightning strikes in this particular line. That is marching to the south and will bring us thunderstorms with rain between 5.30 and 6.30 tonight. The core for the water is going to come between 6 o'clock 
and midnight. KSL meteorologist Kevin Eubank says we could get half an inch of rain, but should we be worried about flooding? Generally, no. Uh, this, because of these super strong winds, a lot of the melting that's happened is, it's, this is good. It'd be better to melt it with the wind than the rain. So the half inch to an inch of rain, most spots are going to be able to handle that. The problem is going to be the snowfall in the mountains. They're going to get 20 inches of heavy, wet snow and that's that's why they've got the canyons pre-programmed to shut down. Avalanche mitigation is already underway and will continue to be. Uh, that's going to be the bigger issue is going to be the mountain snow and the avalanche danger. As this lightning and thunder move through toward the south, toward Salt Lake City, the wind should begin to die down. Right now in Salt Lake, out of the south at 33 miles an hour, and uh, Kevin was speaking about possible avalanche danger. We're now hearing it's going to be 24 hours or longer before Provo Canyon can reopen. They were working to mitigate slides when one covered the road. KSL News Time 507, California is worried about flooding. Lake Oroville in the northern part of the state is now doing a timed release just to help bring the water level down. This lake provides water supply for 27 million Californians across the state. So this is really important to have you know water in the lake so we can provide water to California. Ted Craddock with the DWR says this is the first release of water from Lake Oroville in four years. A two-time world champion is walking the halls of Ochre Mountain Middle School. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston has details. 13-year-old Landers Gadosh recently returned to Utah with the title of under-16 male world champion in speed ice climbing. Originally from North Carolina, Gadosh and his family moved to Utah where he started hours of training and conditioning at the scratch pad in Orem. After only a few months of ice climbing, Gadosh beat the second-place finisher in 2022's competition by 20 seconds. The competition was in Finland. The 13-year-old beat out climbers that were years older than him. KSL News Time 508. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the nines brought to you by Granite Credit Union. Ricky, we're out of emergency traffic. We are out of emergency traffic. Now that we have restrictions and information in place, we can bring things back just a bit. But this information is still very important. High profile vehicles, restrictions in place for you on I-80. You are not allowed to travel between Lake Point and Tooele County through the West Desert to Windover due to these unsafe winds. For Salt Lake County drivers, delays in place on I-15 between 4500 South to 114th South clear on the rest of your Salt Lake County freeways. Jared? We're still going to have those problems on U.S. 189 Provo Canyon, both east and westbound impacted. Now, down here in Utah Valley, you're going to see good speeds on I-15. No delays north or southbound. Your heaviest exit point is going to be University Parkway, Steve. Well, nothing to slow you down if you're on I-15 headed north, either way between downtown Salt Lake and Willard Bay. But a wet ride through Sardine Canyon this afternoon between Brigham City and Wellsville. In Summit County, delays northbound Highway 224 there at Silver Springs Road as you approach I-80 at Kimball Junction. Salt Lake PD clearing up a crash in downtown Salt Lake City right now on State and Force South. Gather the family, pass on the tradition, and discover new adventures together at the International Sportsman's Expo, March 16th through the 19th at the Mountain America Expo Center. More info at sportsexpo.com. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center. The hourly forecast starts out with lots of clouds and strong winds at 5 o'clock, temperatures in the low 50s. But then between 6 and 7, a line of thunderstorms will move in. That will bring rainfall to the Wasatch Front with temperatures falling down into the 40s. Chance for a little rain-snow mix between 10 and 11 o'clock. And then the storm should move out by midnight with partly cloudy skies lasting into the early morning hours. With your hourly forecast on the 5 o'clock report, 
I'm Kevin Eubanks. That storm with lightning and thunder is just closing in on Ogden Ogden right now. It's heading south and right now in Salt Lake City. The wind's still stiff at 33 miles an hour. It's 55 degrees. KSL News Time 512. And we go in-depth now with Maria Chaleos. Jeff, dog owners in Toronto are refusing to shush their dogs. That after signs started popping up at the dog parks that said, excessive barking will not be tolerated. Well, dog lovers describe the warnings as lunacy, and they question what would qualify as excessive barking. They say, you know, there's going to be some form of barking at a dog park. Now, the city officials say it's a big city. They were just trying to get dog owners to live, coexist harmoniously with the nearby residents. Uh, So they're rethinking the wording on the signs. But yesterday morning, one dog owner was philosophical about the injunction. She said she told The Guardian she gets it. When there's enough dogs, they get all excited and it gets a bit loud. But then as more dogs started, started to show up, her companion, her dog, which was a German short-haired pointer, started barking enthusiastically. You know how they do, wag their tables, bark. And she turned to the dog and said, hey, read the sign. <laughs> it's nice that they're chill. There are no Canadian Karens up there. How dare you silence my dog? None of that. Well, there was a little bit of that. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. they're the same everywhere, That's us dog right. owners. KSL News Time 513. Here's some advice to help you get through the switch to daylight saving time this weekend. This weekend, when daylight saving time steals an hour of our sleep. There are actually higher numbers of fatal car accidents, heart attacks and strokes, greater rates of suicidal thoughts and depression symptoms. Psychologist Dr. Jade Wu at Duke on the lingering effect and dangers. For teens, their own biology is working against them when we move the clocks. Psychologist Spencer Dawson. Adolescents have a natural biological delay in their circadian rhythm. They naturally become night owls. But there's no stopping it. So ABC's Will Gans says... Do whatever you can to get some light first thing in the morning. Even an indoor light box can help kickstart your body clock since the sun rises a little bit later on Sunday. And once you're up, get moving. A recent study found that exercising at 7 a.m. or between 1 and 4 p.m. advances your body clock, which makes it easier for you to start your day earlier. I'm Derek Dennis. ABC News. A finalist in this year's Cadbury Bunny Competition is a sheep native to Utah. Timmy is one of more than 200 rescued animals at Funky Chicken Rescue in California. The sheep was rescued from a Utah farm after his mother died and he was unable to walk. He had a leg infection. Now he's healthy, happy, and a finalist in the 2023 Cadbury Bunny Contest. The three things you need to know this hour. First, a $2 billion railway is coming to the Uinta Basin. The proposed line would be able to carry multiple two-mile trains full of crude oil per day. I'm KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston. Second, former Juab County clerk is under investigation for possible election offenses. The lieutenant governor's office says the attorney general is looking into potential misconduct. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot. Highway 189 Provo Canyon closed 24 hours due to clearing of an avalanche. It's closed between Bridalvale Falls and Vivian Park. Restrictions in place for Big and Little Cottonwood Canyons, as well as I-80 to high-profile vehicles in the West Desert, and a closure of Little Cottonwood Canyon tonight at 7 o'clock. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Strong winds today with valley rain and heavy mountain snow tonight. I'm Kevin Eubanks. Vicious thunderstorms are on the way around 6 o'clock. Stay with us. It's 55 degrees now. Chaos Health's top national stories. From the ABC News. 
I'm Daria Albinger. It has been one snowy, rainy couple of weeks in California, and there is more where that came from. Around Northern California, there is flooding unfolding and power outages in the mountains. Even more snow is falling. It comes as President Biden has approved a disaster declaration for California that allows federal agencies like FEMA to move in and help. FEMA's Bob Fenton. The president this morning granted that declaration for 34 counties. That allows FEMA to direct other federal agencies to provide life-saving and emergency assistance. This so-called atmospheric river won't be the last one. Another is heading toward California from Hawaii next week. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. Where is our money? That's what some customers at California's Silicon Valley Bank want to know. State and federal regulators have moved into secure accounts after the nation's 16th largest financial institution failed. President Biden's happy with a better-than-expected February jobs report. This may be the part that please me the most about the report, the jobs report, is people who've been staying out of the job market are moving back in, beginning to move back in. Jobs are available. The 310,000 jobs was better than the 225,000 economists predicted. House Republicans aren't too impressed with the president's new budget. Florida Republican Representative Byron Donalds telling the White House, Your budget is dead on arrival. President Biden telling Republicans, show me your plan. And now I'm hearing things like, well, we're not going to have our budget till April or May, maybe even June. The president warning pushing the budget that late risks the U.S. defaulting on its government bonds. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Paul Flores has been sentenced to 25 years to life in prison for the 1996 murder of 19-year-old Kristen Smart. The California college student's body was never found, but Flores was the last person to see her alive. You're listening to ABC News. Time for the in-depth. It's been like 10 plague weather today. Gusty wind, we had mountain snow, now thunderstorms are rolling in. Joining me live on the KSL Newsline, John Wilson from the National Weather Service. So, John, what's the deal with these thunderstorms that are moving in? Yeah, so they're tracking south, uh, currently positioned up around the Ogden area and uh, going to push here into the Salt Lake Valley uh, between around 6 and 7 here this evening. And we've been noticing with this even some thunder and lightning. There's some pretty good energy out there. Uh, we surged, as you uh, said just a few minutes ago, we've reached into the 50s this afternoon with those gusty south winds. Um, but the good news with this line is it's not producing any heavy snow or anything like that that would further impact here the evening commute. So mainly expecting rain out of this, tail end of it, likely going to get a little bit of a transition over to some rain and potentially some snow mixed. But uh, that should be well after the evening commute here. So something I heard about the California situation, people who have 10 feet of snow on their roofs, uh, when the rain falls, the snow absorbs it, and the roof gets that much heavier. Is that a concern with this storm? Yeah, so this particular storm, since it's really the first rain-on-snow event here, we're mainly expecting a lot of absorption to take place, and so, yeah, that will add weight. And so places uh, can't expect more weight added to the roofs, especially if you're up in the higher elevations. We're talking like mountain valleys or even higher elevations than that. Um, So that is a concern. And then, of course, we're tracking another uh, rain and snow event coming up next week, which uh, that could add more to that coming up. In the meantime, this is not a good moment to go outside and start shoveling on the roof. We have a thunderstorm moving in. Yeah, definitely don't want to be outside during that. Uh, And as I mentioned, we have seen some 
rumbles of thunder and some lightning. If you're listening up around Brigham City or Ogden, you probably know that for sure because uh, it's pushing through there uh, right around now. So it's going to push through here, like I said, between about 6 and 7 p.m., rumbles of thunder, some lightning possible, and with that, heavy rain, which could drop visibility. Good news is no snow, at least as of right now with that, uh, but we are expecting a little bit here into the evening. John, stay dry tonight, okay? John Wilson from the National Weather Service. KSL News Time 520. We thank him for joining us now. Traffic and weather together on the nines are brought to you by Granite Credit Union. And here's Ricky Meese. We want to go over those restrictions again. High-profile vehicles are now prohibited on I-80 between Lake Point, exit 99 in Tooele County, through the West Desert to Window. Restrictions also in place for Big and Little Cottonwood Canyons. And Little Cottonwood will close tonight at 7 o'clock in the Valley. Delays continue. Continues southbound I-15 from Murray into Draper, and then heavy and slow traffic westbound on the south belt from just after 13th East over to the I-15 junction. Jared? Right now, we're going to deal with these closures on US-189, which is Provo Canyon due to avalanche control. Also, SR-144 American Fork Canyon, that's closed due to more avalanche control. But on I-15 in Utah County, you're going to see good speeds, no crashes, no delays. Your busiest streets right now, Pioneer Crossing, going out towards the ranches and then getting off uh, on State Street in American Fork, Steve. Well, north and southbound I-15 looking good tonight, rolling clean and green. No issues between Salt Lake and Brigham City. A wet ride, though, if you're traveling up Sardine Canyon uh, between Brigham City and Wellsville into the Cache Valley. Summit County delays northbound 224 at Silver Springs Road as you head over to I-80 at Kimball Junction. And we're still looking uh, at good speeds on 215 on the West Side Belt, Legacy, and Highway 89 in Davis and Weber Counties. Update your kitchen with Durden's Appliance where they meet any competitor's price. Visit Durden's.com or on 5th South and Bountiful. Durden's, brand you know, prices you'll love. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center. The KSL 7-day forecast stays active with a line of thunderstorms moving through tonight. It'll produce moderate to heavy valley rain and mountain snow, but it's a fast mover and it will exit the Wasatch Front just after midnight. Look for partly cloudy skies on Saturday with a high of 46, continued showers across central and southern Utah, and then a 40% chance of some rain mixing with a little snow on Saturday in the north, but very minimal impact. Another round of storms will move in next week late Tuesday into Wednesday and linger into Thursday as temperatures stay in the 40s. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Kevin Eubank. The seven-day forecast brought to you by Performance Automotive Bountiful. Still dry in Salt Lake City. We're at 55 degrees with a stiff wind. It's still blowing. It should ease after 6 o'clock when the thunderstorms arrive. KSL News Time, 522. Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News, only on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, 
and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.